1: Vacation sex is always irresistible. Gwyneth Paltrow. I could make it all about them and not have to focus on my own problems. <laughs> and Seth Rogen.
0: <laughs>
1: so if you're wondering what your favorite celebrity or I would do in your situation, just listen and subscribe to Anna Ferris is Unqualified. Free on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: Acast hey helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere acast.com <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. Like Patrick's brother, John, the words she makes up are impetuous. It's the one and only (laughs) Teresa.
3: Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Look at you opening up with these fancy words. (laughs) You can barely pronounce. It's
2: not a fancy word. It is a made-up word. via. Yeah, I was Brother thinking John's. about it.
3: I was like, I've never heard this. Say it again.
2: Impetuous. What is what? I think he was trying. What is he
3: supposed to mean? I
2: think he was going for impeccable. When oh. <laughs> when him and when him and John were suit shopping, and he's like, "Why do you even need to send photos to Thais? My my style's impetuous." <laughs> <laughs> you, you last episode, you had Tabasco.
3: Oh, I forgot about Tabasco. And
2: this week we have imp- impetuous.
3: But at least the Bosco makes sense.
2: Impectuous. I get what he's saying. Do I don't you? know. I know. I is know it a
3: Boston th- thing?
2: I don't know what the US part is. Glamorous, maybe? What? Impeccable and what could impetuous be?
3: I don't impeccable know. I think John was just drunk.
2: Impeccable and glamorous. Yeah. Fabulous. Fabulous. I think You're that's,
3: welcome, America. <laughs> you understand people <laughs> who make
2: up words. I think that's, you speak John. You speak make-believe I words. I love
3: making up words. You know that. You speak the words too. Our
2: friends do too. <laughs> we recently got a review and I won't read it because I go in consecutive order, just to be fair.
3: In consecutive. But, mm.
2: <laughs> that's not a made-up <laughs> word. Know. But the review is like, I, I come for the made-up words.
3: Oh, that fun. That Teresa
2: comes up with, yeah. So what's up, guys? Here we are a little bit late, but we promised we'd get it to you this week. We're doing it. You know what they
3: say? Better late than never.
2: Better late than never. And so we are giving it to you late, but we hope that's okay. We're going to have a lot of content coming at you guys in rapid fire.
3: Yes. And then we'll be back next week as usual.
2: Yeah, we're going to drop this episode on Friday and then there'll be another episode on, on Monday. Monday.
3: So if you guys don't listen over the weekend and I don't blame you because I don't either.
2: If you go to the gym or something, well, you yeah, might throw that's a That's true. Yeah. That's
3: true. But if you guys are... Or a road trip. Very true. Okay, okay I'll take it back. You hey, might well, listen. Shout
2: out to our friends on a road trip right now. What's up? Yeah. Where are you guys going?
3: Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is that I'm the type of a person who listens to podcasts while driving. Yeah. That's a thing. So, yeah, whatever you guys are up to. I hope you enjoyed this, and I hope you're not too mad at us for putting this out a little late. Don't be
2: mad. You life. guys know we were traveling. Life so.
3: happened. Life happened. You say it like it's a bad the thing.
2: You're like life happened.
3: You no, it was it was an amazing thing. Again, I keep saying this over and over, but we did go to Czech and traveled a bit around Europe, and we visited my family. And it was beautiful and amazing. And I really needed this time. And I was kind of unplugged. So, just trying to focus on the fam. But we're back. Unplugged in.
2: We watched about six hours of reality TV on the plane. Oh, my gosh. And in the airports. And I just... I really wondered what the people around us thought. Like, why are they writing a dissertation on reality TV? Why are they taking notes? <laughs> like I know. If, if you didn't listen to reality podcasts or, I don't know, movie review podcasts, you'd, you'd watch someone watching a movie or a show and,
0: and, and notes. taking notes
2: about it and going, these people are clinically insane. <laughs> and then if they heard the podcast, they would go, oh, they're definitely insane. But yeah, oh, yeah. I, I was just thinking about the people behind. Luckily, they were older.
3: I don't even know who was sitting behind us. But I
2: looked back because I was like, if you. Are there looking, was a young
3: dude behind you.
2: There was a young dude, but he was asleep.
3: Oh, OK. He was
2: asleep the entire time. And next to him were, I don't know, probably a couple in their 70s, I want to mm. say. And so I don't. They probably couldn't even read what was well, happening on I, my computer. I kind of
3: like how we did it because we killed the nine hour long flight. Yeah. Just watching and taking notes. And I only managed to watch one movie. I usually watch like four. Look at you. Yeah, I only watch Ten Reasons Why I Hate. What I hate about you? What is it?
2: <laughs> ten things I hate about you?
3: Oh yeah, ten things I hate about you. One anyway. of my fave. Anyway. One of my fave. Guys, okay. make
2: sure you're following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod because that's where we are keeping you updated with our scheduling and we let you give you a sneak peek of our viewing party mm-hmm. on the plane. So. That was all happening on social media at Mary Reality Pod. Make sure you're following us there. Also, if you haven't seen, and we announced it on Instagram and elsewhere, if you haven't seen, the Patreon's on fire right now.
3: Oh, my gosh. I love the Patreon. We got
2: a Patreon. It is in full swing. It is on fire. Mm. Everyone's talking about it. That's not true. Just Therese and I are talking yeah, about it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if you're not on it, get on it because it's, it's happening. Okay, we just dropped our first video podcast.
0: Yes.
2: This week. So that took up some time. We had to figure that out. And so that's another reason this is delayed because we got a, we had to we made a commitment. We made a promise. We said this week will be the first week of the video pod and so we kind of had to figure that out and we prioritized that. And we figured it out and I think it came out nice.
3: I liked it. I should have brushed my hair, but... You looked great.
2: Stop it. You're being so vain. Thank you. You're being so vain.
3: I just feel like... uh, (laughs) I said it kind of as a joke that I was giving you guys the real experience when I podcast, but it wasn't a joke. That's how I look when I podcast. I stepped up. Very cash. You stepped up.
2: I stepped up. I'm now back to my mesh shorts and undershirt, but it's because I get so hot. I get so hot when I podcast and I... Felt the need to put pants on to be a little more professional. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it it was so hot. We're going to figure it out. But check it out. If you're on the Patreon, we hope you watched it. We hope you liked it. If you're not on the Patreon, get on that Patreon. You can see the video podcast on the Family Affair level.
3: Family Affair. It's
2: Seeking Sister Wife, if you guys aren't aware. And then the Cousins Club, the middle tear, you can get the audio of Mm -hmm. Seeking Sister Wife. And then the Family Affair, again, the video tier. There's going to be a bonus episode. We do one a month. It's a video podcast, also an audio component to it if you just want to listen to it on your phone or whatever. But that's coming very soon, the, yes. bo- the bonus episode. So get on there. The Patreon is on fire, so come be a part of that.
3: And so are Sister Wives.
2: It's the, it's, I hate to say it's my favorite show right I now. I hate
3: to say that it's my favorite show, and I didn't expect it. That's why it's so fabulous, because it literally hit me right in the face, and I was like, Whoa, because I know it's kind of silly to say, but it's not because I'm learning. Mm -hmm. I had no idea this even existed. I mean, yes, I did know people live plural lifestyles, right? But I knew nothing about it. And it's almost like an, I hate to say this, but like an educational show in a way. It's educational. educational.
2: It's educational, but first and foremost, it's entertaining.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: And I said it on the pod, I'll say it again. It's so real. It's so raw. You see this isn't producer driven. This isn't, okay, we want to have you guys go to a rug store and shop for rugs. It's No, (laughs) it's, there's enough real drama in these families' lives that you don't need. I love it. You don't need anything else. You just point a camera at them and they go.
3: I love it. And where
2: they go is so entertaining. And And again,
3: don't get us wrong, guys, we still love 90 Day. Oh, yeah. 90 days on fire too. And
2: we watched MAFS. We haven't potted about it yet, but that's coming up very soon. So that looks like it's going to be a good season. Mm -hmm. So we love it all. Listen, we wouldn't do it if we didn't love it. But just the Seeking Sister Wife is... Woo!
0: Woo! Come
2: on. (laughs) Why isn't that show two hours?
3: Because we would not be able to do anything else. That's very true.
2: All right. So you are following the Instagram. Maybe you're checking out the Patreon. Thank you to everyone who is a patron. You guys are the best. Thank you for the support. And also just follow the podcast here because this is where most of the podcasts are happening. This is where 90 Day is happening. This is where Below Deck is happening. This is where Maps is happening. All Seeking Sister Wife, that's on Patreon video, audio at the bonus. That's over there, but still a lot going on here, so make sure you're following us here. It's so easy to follow the podcast. All you got to do, look down, smash that follow button.
3: Guys, smash like it's as hot as the castle that Eve what? wants to marry it.
2: We saw our fair share of castles.
3: But the real Europe. castles. The real, this America was, has yeah. no real castles, so let's just was, be honest.
2: What's the, uh, the medieval times? You remember yeah. this was like, that was like the medieval times. Yeah.
3: We saw of, castles from the 11th and 12th centuries. No, I'm
2: talking about the restaurant oh. experience oh. medieval times that's in Jersey or other states. Oh, wait,
3: what, what, wait, what? Pause.
2: Yeah, what? Medieval times.
3: I don't know what it is. I think
2: it's called medieval times. It's like a drinking restaurant experience where you watch people fake joust.
3: Fake what?
2: Joust. No. Are you
3: speaking English?
2: I'm speaking I was medieval speaking medieval
3: <laughs> speaking medieval times.
2: I could be wrong. I've never been. I've just seen it in movies and heard some people talk about it. But
3: that's interesting, I guess. Yeah, but we'll, we'll look into it. You got to experience the real medieval times.
2: Yeah, it was beautiful. Beautiful. Love it. Um, okay, and last but not least, if you haven't left a review, if you could do that, it means the world to us. And we got a review that I would like to read. Yes. Okay. Five stars. We read the five-star reviews on this podcast, and we got one from our friend. It's me, Judas.
3: Hello, it's me, Judas. Hello, it's Judas. me, Teresa.
0: Hello,
2: it's me, John. <laughs> and they write, I'm hooked. Okay, five stars. I'm hooked. Started listening after the collab with the Reality Gaze, and I'm hooked. Woo-hoo! Going back to listen to old episodes to see their perspective on maths and 90 Day. We got someone going back. To Love the, it. To the archives.
3: And shout out to the gays because...
2: Shout out Maddie Poodle.
3: They're awesome. Love and those And we boys. had so much fun with them.
2: Yes. So thank you. It's me, Judas. We are happy you are here. We are happy you are hooked. And yeah, come along for this ride.
3: Yeah. Crazy, crazy ride ahead.
2: All right. That's it. One other thing about the Patreon, there's no housekeeping on the Patreon. That's so,
3: true. So if
2: you're like, why did I just listen to 10 minutes of nonsense
3: well it's not nonsense it's, no, it's important, important it's stuff important. and we chat in between
2: and let me just say this because it is I, I say it's nonsense I'm just kidding it's nonsense for a lot of our friends because they know it and they do it they're the best we love them they follow the social media they follow the podcast but we're a growing podcast and I still think of us as a new and a young podcast very young and we're we're picking up listeners each week and so it's for them. It's for our new friends. Yes, and for that's, sure. And that's why we do it. And so if you guys, if you're an old friend of ours and you skip ahead the 10 minutes, that's fine. That's fine if you do it, as long as you're already following the social media and the podcast. Mm-hmm, that's fine.
3: Mm-hmm. This is for
2: the new friends. All right. Should we do a little 90 day, by the way?
3: Totally. One of my favorite segments.
2: All right. Number one. We just said we were just traveling. We just got back from Europe. All things considered, a pretty smooth trip. There were a lot of flights, a lot of airports. Mm -hmm. All things considered, pretty smooth. Not for one of our 90-day cast members, though. Okay, do you know what I'm about to tell you? Pedro and
3: Chantel? No, I'm talking
2: about traveling. Oh. Yeah, Pedro and Chantel are probably getting divorced. I I think
3: they
0: are. That's
2: not my, by the way, I think we've all seen that. But no, one of our cast members didn't have the smoothest travel. Oh. Okay. There's a video circulating of Angela.
3: Ah. Going going, to Nigeria?
2: Going nowhere. Going going back home because she was escorted off the plane after going full Karen, which I now want to coin a new term just saying going full Angela.
3: I was just going to say, why do you even say Karen? Yeah,
2: she was going full Angela. There's this video going around of her. She's. In an altercation, an interaction with a flight attendant.
3: What airline? Because she's going to be banned.
2: I don't know. I don't want to offend any airline, so I'm not even going to throw out names. Okay. But That was good, but I'm not going to. probably not Delta, is what I'll say. <laughs> yeah. Although maybe Delta, because she was probably flying out of Atlanta.
3: Mm, I, I see her. Don't even yeah. say it. Don't even <laughs> say it. We, we flew
2: a couple questionable carriers this trip. What so are you talking about? Don't even say it.
3: We never fly questionable carriers because you would not get on it. That's true. That's no question. Don't don't downgrade us. When we fly, we fly. We fly economy, but we fly.
0: Yes. So
2: (laughs) she was in this altercation. Okay, this video was first posted to Reddit by a user named Amera, A-M-E-R-R-A. And you can hear Angela in her classic voice, and she's like, You're not going to talk to me like this. You're not law enforcement. Get who you need to get because you started this shit.
0: Oh, jeez.
2: And I don't know what caused this incident. Nobody knows what caused this Mm. incident. Maybe she was trying to light up a cigarette before they took (laughs) off. You can't do that anymore, Angela. Not sure if you know. But I'm curious. I would like to know more. I'm so curious. If you guys know, call in. Let us know what happened, what led to this.
3: But you also know that her patients were thin. Oh. Very, very thin. Yeah. Almost as thin as her. She's getting thin. hmm
2: Good for her. The, the only other thing I was thinking about as I was reading this story is, can you imagine her going through security at the airport? just taking everything out of her bra <laughs> and putting it in the bins.
3: Well, I don't think she does it anymore because her boobs, she got the boob yeah, reduction, didn't she? There's not much
2: storage. Yeah. Probably needs a fanny pack.
3: Like no. it was literally, her boobs were so big, that's why she was storing everything.
2: just do it. yeah. Some people store things at home in in a chest. Like a chest, like a uh, chest of like drawers. <laughs> she also stores things in a chest.
3: She needs a fanny pack. Her chest. Fanny packs are bag. All
2: right. That's, by the way, number one, Angela. Ugh.
3: Oh. He never cease
2: to amaze us. Okay, number two, mm-hmm. and sort of relevant to
3: okay. Angela
2: and Michael. If you haven't heard, Happily Ever After, it's back, it's returning Sunday, August 28th. Teresa knows we talked about it on the Patreon episode. Mm-hmm. We did a little 90 day segment on the Patreon episode, but it's back, and the cast is questionable. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm Yes, it is questionable. I don't understand a few of the cast members, returning cast members, but I'm going to hope for the best because I do and expect like Happily Ever After. I love so Happily Ever After. I hope it will be good, but cast members like Jenny and Summit.
2: L- okay, so let's go through the cast members and I just have a little blurb about oh. what their storyline is going to be.
3: How do you know?
2: There was an article, I, oh. I can't give credit to who because I didn't write it down, but there was an article that mentioned all the cast and a little story,
0: mm.
2: a little storyline. Jenny and Sumit, you said, so they tied the knot,
0: mm-hmm.
3: we saw them
2: tie the knot, but Summit's family disapproves okay. of this. So he's going to try to repair the fractured relationship with them ah. amidst the refusal to accept the marriage. And Jenny's growing homesick. So I think this is a rerun. This Jenny's might be,
3: going home?
2: No, she's getting homesick. Oh. But this might be a rerun. Oh. <laughs> I don't think this is anything new.
3: Oh, okay? I thought that Summit's going to try to have a baby with Jenny. Oh,
2: that'd be interesting. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> speaking of babies and last eggs, Angela and Michael.
3: Yeah. They're,
2: they're returning.
3: Can he come to the U.S.? Like, if she's going to Nigeria again, that's just silly. Yeah. Like, she should either move to Nigeria <laughs> Or get his ass over here yeah, somehow. I, don't, I, I know don't, it's tough. I know it's been tough during COVID with visa and immigration, but it's not impossible.
2: I don't think he is going no? to make it here. It says Michael's facing ongoing visa issues. Oh,
3: my god! This might be a
2: rerun as well. Um, and is still in Nigeria. Angela is reeling <laughs> from his neglectful behavior. He's back on social media and he's blocked Angela.
3: Oh, my god! So she's freaking
2: out. And she's in need of some support now. So she begins a flirtatious friendship with a man she meets online.
3: Get out of here. And she's
2: considering meeting this man in person.
3: Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine if Michael
2: needed some support of a lovely lady? So is this
3: like Angela getting a new lover?
2: That's, I think that's what we're being led to believe.
3: Well, I'm I'm kind of here for this. (laughs) I'll watch
2: that, I guess. Um, I'll watch that too. Okay. Libby and Andre are also making a return. Okay. This is interesting. Libby is considering a career change to pursue her passion for music. (laughs) (laughs) For music, Teresa. As a a fellow musician yourself, we all heard you play the recorder on last week's episode. How do you feel about this?
3: I think she should not. I also think she should (laughs) not. Although we've never heard anything. That's very true. But I, I think it's, let's say she's an amazing singer. I think it's still tough to... It would be tough to lose the reality star sticker and yeah. become a serious singer.
2: Yeah, I don't see it. Well, Darcy and Stacey. I don't see
3: her singing. She never sang. I mean, Darcy and Stacy. That's not singing. Let's just um, let's just clarify. That's very that's true. Not singing. That's, that's almost
2: like dolphins communicating, but yeah. not singing.
3: <laughs> it is. It is totally like dolphins. Yeah. And there's yeah, there's two
2: of them. Like dolphins, usually going. <laughs> <laughs> That's Libby and Andre. We got Joven Yara coming back, which I'm happy to see. They're a nice couple.
3: Yeah, but I don't want them on Happily Ever After. Yara's
2: entertaining, I think.
3: She is, but I don't want to see oh, any drama. You,
2: you stop right there. What? I Because I just looked at my notes. This is going to be your favorite segment this season.
3: Is she going to, like, work with seals?
2: Yara is combating postpartum insecurities following the birth of baby Mila putting some strains on her relationship with Jovi. She's also combating homesickness. Okay. But plans of a visit to Ukraine are thrown into turmoil following Russia's invasion of the country. Okay. So the couple decides to travel to Prague where Yara's mom resides.
3: They're going to the Czech Republic. We love the Czech Republic. We
2: love the Czech Republic. We love Prague. I guess
3: Yara's mom... Flat, flat.
2: She fled. Yeah, she went to check.
3: Yeah. Well, so we're gonna finally
2: get some check action. Nice. Check it out. Let's
3: get some check action. We're going to check this Sweet. season. We're going to check Sweet. this
2: season. All right. Um, on a more depressing note, Kim and Usman are making their return.
3: I don't mind that. <laughs> ah, I hope she at least got some new T-shirts, <laughs>
2: some new Soldier Boy T-shirts.
3: I kind of okay, is she going back to Africa? I guess she is.
2: Kim travels to Nigeria uh. to propose to Usman. She's oh my proposing. gosh. Okay,
3: okay. I'm kind of here for it.
2: But neither of the family support this potential union. Potential mm. union. Uh the drama's intensified once Kim learns that Usman's family is determined to set him up with a younger woman.
3: Yeah, I'm here for it.
2: Okay. And last but not least, the most questionable of all.
3: Uh.
2: Big Ed and Liz. Why? They're ready to walk down the aisle. But there are some trust and control issues that threaten their journey to the altar.
3: Who wants to see that? Seriously.
2: I don't know. And that's the question. We haven't covered them in the past. We didn't cover them on The Single Life. I don't know what we're going to do here.
3: I think we'll cover them.
2: You think we're going to cover them?
3: You know why? I know a lot of people hate him, including myself. It's not
2: hate. It's that he's done some very questionable things. He did,
3: but to Liz.
2: No. Prior well, to Liz, there was there was domestic violence and sexual assault accusations. Well, I
3: I am aware of it, but then he did some questionable things to Liz that
2: we know about. Yeah, that, you know, I always say innocent until proven guilty, and I'd like to abide by that law. We heard with our own ears the the assault, the verbal assault mm-hmm. on Liz. I don't know. We do this podcast for you guys, so I'd want I'd actually want to hear from you guys. Do you want to hear us talk about them or not.
3: That's true. We can we can put up a poll, but I would honestly talk about them. Yeah, I don't know. TLC can cancel people and they have in the past. Well, that's the
2: thing is we could boycott them till we're blue in the face and it's clearly not doing anything. Yeah. So at some point you just go, all right, well, we're covering a show. Let's cover the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's That's see. how I
3: feel, about whatever you we'll, got, I we'll put up a poll. I want to do what our friends our friends. No, are I, I totally agree with you. Let's put up a poll and see what our friends think, and we'll yeah. take it from there. We
2: always said, if we can have fun talking about it, we'll talk about it. And so it might be a case of, well, let's watch and let's see what's happening. If there's something we can talk about, we can talk about yeah. it. But whatever you guys want, we're here for you guys. Okay? That's by the way. Woo!
3: Ready? Freddy?
2: <laughs> yes, Frederick. <laughs> Season 9, episode 13, Sunday Night, 90 Day Fiance. Let's do this thing.
3: Let's do this. All right. Let's start with Saiz and Patrick and John. Brother John.
2: <laughs> Brother John. 30 days to wed. Thais still hasn't told dad about getting married. So tensions are still high.
3: Yes. But Patrick... As the bride that she is, I mean that he is. Oh
2: boy! Well, he, he is sounding a little bit like a bride here. Yeah. With this whole.
3: That's that's why I said it. Two
2: twenty two twenty two.
3: That's why I said it. You just you just killed my joke.
2: Oh, I thought you made a mistake.
3: No, I oh, said Patrick you. as the bride that he is, but I said that she is. You, ah, shouldn't, you shouldn't just have, you just killed my joke. You shouldn't
2: have corrected yourself. You should but, have. You shouldn't have corrected yourself. Ah! Let the joke. Let the joke <laughs> set. <laughs> let the joke set. Okay.
3: Okay. Patrick is the bride that he is. Yes. Is planning this wedding for two twenty two twenty twenty two. I mean, that's kind of cool. 22 2022. February 2nd, 2022. Yeah. And Super cool. because 22 is Patrick's lucky number,
2: which is what we learned this episode. And also what I think Thais learned this episode. I don't think she knew. No. For a guy who's basing his entire relationship and wedding around this date and this number, seems like it was a secret to his fiance until now.
3: Well, I think they don't know a lot of things about each other. And Patrick, because he's so set on this date, he's willing to... Get married in Orlando when his family is vacationing, just so they can be there. He's kind of Instead crashing. Of silly, he's kind of
0: crashing his he's family's crashing vacation, and vacation. he's like,
3: he's like, well, my brother's gonna be on vacation with his family, and my sister Tiffany, she's probably gonna go to Orlando Orlando at time. Yeah. So why not? Why not just Mickey go to Orlando? Mickey and Minnie will be
2: there also. Like the whole gang is gonna be there.
3: I think it's a little silly. Although Orlando in February is probably nice.
2: It's probably the time you want to be there. Yeah. But you're crashing your family's vacation.
3: Because of the date.
2: They could have, they're going on vacation. They could have just, they've taken the time off. They could go wherever if you're having a wedding. But you're going to go crash it there. And his reasoning to me is kind of selfish because he goes, I want my family to be there. They can't travel all the time. Well, Thais's family... Definitely can't be there.
3: Well, they cannot because they don't know about it,
2: right? And that's the flip side of that argument.
3: Yeah. So I wouldn't even, I don't even consider her, or I don't feel bad for her and her family that like, oh shit, her family cannot be there. They don't know that she's getting married, so that's a whole different animal over here.
0: Yeah.
2: It, she'll probably just be like, oh, you guys want to go to Disney? You get dad, you want to go to Disney? Yeah, and like, surprise, Dad. That's we're to getting, Florida.
3: Woo-hoo. Surprise, we're getting married.
2: Surprise, we're getting married.
3: But why I did feel bad for Thais was because this was the moment she learned about the plans. About yes. the 2-22-2022, about the Orlando wedding, about all of it.
2: That's what I'm saying. I don't even think she knew 22 was his lucky number. So she's finding all this information
3: mm-hmm. out. But he said, I'm asking you now. I didn't book it yet right this is the conversation i'm not telling you that oh this is what's gonna happen i'm telling you this is what i would like yeah
2: there's so many parts to this conversation that i don't think it's wrong to be like hey i really like this date what do you think about this date Mm -hmm. that's fine but then the follow-up to that was we're gonna do it in orlando because my family's there that's where it's like whoa how about i really like this date what do you think about this date yes cool all right and then let's Go from there.
3: Yeah. They need to communicate more about a lot of things.
2: Yeah. So she's not pumped about it and feels like he's making all these decisions himself. hmm And he basically verbally throws his credit card at her again when he says, I'm paying for it. So he thinks that gives him the ability to make the decisions because he is paying yeah. for it.
3: He loves showcasing his money.
2: He loves showing it off. Yeah. yeah. And well, it's it's a little disgusting. It
3: is. She I don't think she's having it. But No. No. Well, she's gonna go out with friends. We didn't even know she made friends, but apparently did when John had the party, the wild party, she actually got to talk with some of the girls.
2: Yeah, this makes no sense to me.
3: Right? She was like hating them. She was making out with Patrick. I didn't even see these two girls at the party. I didn't see these
2: two girls at the party. I saw the girls that she called ugly at the party. Mm -hmm. And yeah. She
3: did not. Patrick did.
2: Oh, that's right.
3: Mm -hmm. Did he? Mm -hmm. He said all these girls are ugly.
2: I thought she made a comment too. No, it was her. I mean. She made a comment. She made some comment. I'm pretty sure.
3: Yeah, but Patrick called the girls ugly. Okay. But she has these two friends out of nowhere Anadia and Kyla. Yes. Kyla is the blonde one. And Anadia is the Brazilian one who speaks Portuguese. Yes. So that's a bonus. Yes. Added to this friendship. Kyla looks very European. Hmm. So I don't know what's her story, but she has no accent. No, she spoke
2: perfect English. I don't know. I think they're from some modeling agency in Texas. There's no... How would John know these guys?
3: I don't know. I don't think they're from modeling agency, but... (laughs)
2: <laughs> they're not the ugly ones there is a
3: i don't think any of these girls were ugly no they
2: weren't i'm just saying i don't oh. think i didn't see them at the party maybe we should go back and look we should have gone back and look we
3: should but they're drinking at the bar and for some reason i didn't think that size drinks
2: oh no they went to the brewery together didn't
3: yeah but she didn't like the beer she liked the beer i yeah. think she
2: had something else
3: well she's talking to her friends her new friends right yeah and talking about the wedding and basically telling them some crazy things about Patrick, how he controls her, how he even set up the makeup and hair for her wedding. Yeah. But like later on, what Patrick says actually makes sense.
2: It makes complete sense. Yeah. yeah. She's she's spinning this story that mm-hmm. he's... Like
3: he's the control freak who does everything.
2: He's so controlling that he chose the wedding date, chose the time and place, and then went and just booked hair and makeup mm-hmm. for her.
3: But I, that's not the story.
2: No, the story is she sent him or mm-hmm. found someone she liked.
3: told him, booked it for Told her. him
2: about it. And then,
3: yes. Because he has the money.
2: Because he
0: can, he can <laughs> book
3: it.
2: What they talk about later, I kind of disagree with which we can get to, but it was, it was basically Patrick saying, well, you don't speak great English. You can't really make these plans and arrangements. So that's why I'm doing it.
0: Mm.
2: But there's a thing called speakerphone. There's a thing called conference call. You could sit in a room together and call. That a you. True. you could call a makeup artist. And I mean, that's what we do when we're in check. is you translate for me. Yeah. I'm still there. I'm still part of it. So I don't. I don't like that argument of you don't, you're not fluent in the language, so you can't be a part of it. No, do it together.
3: You are always part of it. You were part of our visit to the city hall.
2: What do you mean? Oh, I yeah. can yeah. check
3: and I translated everything from the lady for you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But back to this girl's day out, she eventually, Thais comes out and tells her friends that my family doesn't even know that we're planning on getting
0: married.
3: Ooh. Friends are shocked, as we all are, because it's silly. You're engaged. You're yes. engaged. And if you have a close relationship with your dad that you claim you do, why don't you tell him?
2: You're engaged and you traveled from another country. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're just engaged down the street and, yeah, we'll get around to telling It's like you uprooted your life and moved to a new country and you're not telling your family the real reason why.
3: And also... You have an engagement ring. What did you do with it in Brazil?
2: Hmm. When did she get it?
3: I'm sure he proposed to her a while ago when he during one of his visits in Brazil. Yeah. Was she hiding it from her dad? Maybe she
2: was wearing it like a different finger or something.
3: Yeah. I don't know. But this whole thing is just a little weird. But what I found, not weird, but rude, is that she was speaking pretty good English, right? Yeah. So everyone could understand. And all of a sudden she switched to Portuguese. Mm. And then Kyla is just sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? Waiting for Nadia to translate for her.
0: Oh, I didn't pick Why? Up on that. I didn't... She
3: literally in the middle she, she was like English, 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 and boom, Portuguese. And that was it. And so poor Nadia was there the, to be the translator for Kyla who was left out.
2: Well, what do you think? As a bilingual speaker... You go back and forth sometimes.
3: Yeah, to, to translate for someone who does not speak the language, but she does. Like Saiz does. Is. And if there is a word or something she doesn't know how to say, she can ask Nadia and that's fine. But try to speak English because you, you are doing it. That it's not like miss. you don't speak any. It's not like you are, what's her face? Uh, Paul's. Why for Karine, Karine, right? Yeah, yeah. Karine spoke no English yeah. at the beginning. But Thais does. So she should be trying. And that's how I actually learned English. Just I, trying to speak it.
2: I was going to ask if maybe Anadia doesn't speak great English. And so there were things maybe Thais wanted to express that she could only. But I don't know. I think Anadia, I mean, Anadia, Anadia fun, spoke yeah.
3: perfect English.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But anyways, they find out They're shocked. They can't believe they think it's insane that her family wouldn't know. But then it gets even crazier to me because Thais is like, you know, I don't even know if I want to get married
3: mm-hmm. in
2: the first place.
3: Because she said, I don't know if I want to marry someone who doesn't allow me to be myself. What is he doing?
2: He's so controlling.
3: He's so controlling with all the money.
2: I, again, this, to me, this argument doesn't make sense. If you want to argue John living in the house, yeah. I would be on your side about yeah, that. Yeah, me too. I could argue both sides because I could see why John is there and he's mm-hmm. been there. And just because you move doesn't mean John has to get out immediately. But if you wanted to pick that argument and say, I can't be married to a man who lives with his brother. When are we ever going to have our space? Or Fine. I'll take your side there. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, he's so controlling. He doesn't let me have my way. I don't see it
3: no I don't either I mean yes he does a f- he did a few things that were questionable like throwing the money mentioning the money kind of yeah. showing the power right yeah that's she's kind of- the
2: one that wants to track his cell phone yeah. that's controlling
3: yes but I was just gonna say what Patrick was doing was fucked up with the money but other than that he basically does whatever she wants to do seemingly yeah
2: more or less yeah so she basically says, I have two options. Go back to Brazil or go forward with the way things are.
3: Let's see. But Patrick is all in because he's going suit shopping with John.
2: Brother John, you going to send pictures? Why not be a man? Just get what you want. I'm here. My taste is <laughs> impetuous. I've got impetuous taste. My vocabulary, not so impetuous. Not an impetuous vocabulary, but my taste, it's impetuous.
3: He loves shopping with Patrick. And
2: you can't even blame it on the alcohol this time, I don't think, because he looked kind of sober. John See looked he? John looked pretty sober. I'm sure he had a breakfast beer or two, but he looked pretty sober. Don't
3: they give you a glass of something when you suit shop? No. No?
2: No? Not Just dis- for
3: the brides?
2: I think this was a sponsored ah. shopping experience, too, because I think it was like suit style or something. I didn't write mm. the name down, but I was like, this is definitely a sponsored segment. But th- they go, they're shopping, and John, of course, Curious whether or not Thais has told her dad about the wedding yet. And Patrick, optimistically, is like, no, but it's coming.
3: Mm -hmm. But then he said it's been too crazy lately. And it's overall been too much and he can't do this forever. Like too much craziness. Yeah. But you are marrying her, which basically means I do forever. So when you say you can do this forever, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I get the craziness, but it'll probably be somewhat the same because when you marry someone, things are not going to change, as many people think. It's going to be the same when you marry someone, as it should be.
0: Right. So he's,
3: like, I'm sorry, but if he's expecting that things will basically randomly become awesome after they say I do, that's not going to happen.
2: Right. Again, unless her argument was... John living there and maybe yes, he'll move out and things will be better. Yeah. If her issue is the way Patrick is so controlling when we don't really see it, then I don't necessarily see that changing. I think he just wants the BS to subside, which as John says, you need to talk to Thais. I agree. Communication conversation can help a lot. Mm
0: -hmm. John
2: says you need to express your feelings Patrick doesn't understand how people can express their feelings. He's like, I can squat 600 pounds. (laughs) I don't understand how people are weak as shit. (laughs) And I don't understand. Some people can express their feelings. I can't. Well, some people can't squat 600 pounds because not everyone is on steroids.
3: (laughs) Patrick. Burn, Patrick, burn. That's,
2: That's why. That's why.
3: Well, I think he is expressing his feelings without even knowing like frustration is a feeling.
2: Yeah, I don't think, I don't think he's communicating clearly.
3: They don't communicate. Throwing at your all.
2: credit card is communicating. It's not communicating clearly.
3: No, he thinks it's a power move.
2: No, I, th- I think he did that in frustration. Mm, I don't, oh yeah. I don't think that was again a, a clear communication of his feeling. I think that was the symptom of what he was feeling. He should have used his words and expressed. Mm-hmm. Which he did kind of try to do, though, when he was saying, we have other things we need to spend our money on. We can't be spending $1,000 on a rug. Like, he was, trying, he was trying to communicate. It just wasn't what Thais wanted to hear.
3: So, yes, he did it out of frustration, which is a feeling.
2: Yeah. So but that's like, not the feelings I'm talking about.
3: I know. Right. I know.
2: Right? I'm talking about. I'm feeling like I would like to have a wedding on this day because it means a lot to me. Well, but that's
3: how he feels. Uh,
2: uh, you're talking about an emotion. Frustration yeah. is an emotion. Yes. Not a feeling.
3: Okay. <laughs> impactuous. We'll, we'll have a conversation and about this later.
2: Impactuous. All right. Noon night. Patrick and Thais, they're in the kitchen. And I thought Patrick said he was cooking, but it looked like a lot of takeout bags around. So
3: That's, too, that's cooking too.
2: Takeout? Putting
3: it in the bowl. That's I'm kidding. That's for, not, some, for some people, that's cooking.
2: That's preparing. <laughs> so Patrick's wondering how Thais's girl's night out was. And Thais is like, that oh, was good. We talked about your actions and how I hope it's not going to be like this forever. And Patrick goes, I don't think it's fair you're acting like this. You don't speak English. You're not going to call these places. And this is where I was like, That's not, that's not the right approach. You no. could conference call these places.
3: But once again, they are arguing, aka they cannot communicate normally, right? Yeah. Because Patrick calls her, oh, you don't speak in English or your English isn't too good. She calls him that he treats her like a child. Guys, do you really want to get married I don't with think a communication like this?
2: And I would have thought they knew each other better because this is one of the couple's they spent time together. They he did. Tra- he traveled there mm-hmm. a dozen times or whatever. They know each other.
3: They know the vacation mode, each other. True. They and know the vacation to Thais and the vacation, Patrick.
2: And the thing you have to remember is now Patrick knows that Thais isn't being honest with her family about getting married. That's hurtful. That would I would be hurt if you didn't want to tell your family that we were gonna get married. I would be hurt. So this is a hurt person reacting Mm -hmm. with his emotions because he's hurt for a number of reasons.
3: I would be very hurt, too. And I don't think I would marry you without your parents knowing.
2: No. No, I don't think so.
3: No. Because I I think it's wrong. Let's say if you had a non-existing relationship, sure, that's a whole different story. But if if you said, hey, I'm close to my family...
2: But I'm not gonna tell them I'm marrying you.
3: Yeah, it's like why? I would like, yeah, go through Are you with
2: embarrassed it. Embarrassed by it. Exactly. Do you not think it's gonna last? Like, what is the reason? Of course, now that Patrick knows this, and I'm not excusing his behavior because he did some questionable things before he found out about this, but now that he knows this, yeah, that's gonna influence everything he does because it's so hurtful. Mm-hmm. But thay says, Okay, tonight's the night, I'll tell my dad
3: nice night, and we'll see you next time. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) All
2: right. Next.
3: Emily and Kobe.
2: Cue the dramatic music. 23 days to wed. Kobe's hanging out by himself, and Emily comes in and is like, you want to run an errand with me?
3: And so they are. Emily mentions that she did return the ring she bought right away. Mm -hmm. She returned it because she loves the new one. Yes. So she finally did something right, but
2: Kobe's still upset because oh, again, as he
3: should be. Your
2: actions impact people, and even though you return the ring, he still knows you bought it, which means he feels like you can't trust him.
3: I would be very upset if yes. I was Kobe, and so he's, as, yeah, he I still think it's is. very hurtful too.
2: He still is, but he's going to go on this errand, even though Emily won't tell him where they're going.
3: Well. Which is
2: not going to help any trust issues that Kobe has.
3: Well, she kind of spills the beans. Basically, she said, "Mm, so I'm late. And I was like, okay, she's a couple days late. It happens. It can mean a lot of things. And then she says, I'm a couple of weeks late. Couple of weeks late.
2: Jeez. Yeah.
3: That literally means that you most likely are pregnant or you have some issue that you should that should be looked at
2: my yeah my period is late and lavender is all the way in new jersey so i thought you could come get a pregnancy test with me <laughs> kobe not thrilled to hear this He's a little shocked he's like you you can't be pregnant after all the precautions like making me sleep in a separate bed this whole time <laughs>
3: how ah uh, they're also practicing the pull-out method because pl- he oh, like is that a geek <laughs> doesn't want her to European
2: method? You're like the pull out method.
3: The method. Well, it's the same thing like Brendan and Julia. Julia didn't wanna take birth control. Kobe doesn't want her to be on birth control. So they're doing the pull out method.
2: This is it's crazy. This is insanity, okay? Kobe doesn't want her to take it. Okay.
3: Why? But-
2: Because he heard, I don't know from who, I don't know what mommy blogs he's reading, but he heard there were some women who took birth control and then when they wanted to have kids, it was hard for them to have kids, which I'm sure happens, right? It can
3: be with anything. If she ever, you can, you can also argue, oh, was Emily drinking in the past? Oh, that can affect. Was she smoking in the past? Oh, that can affect. Like there are so many things. Sure. I get, but
2: I get people, some people don't want to take birth control. I get that. That's fine. But don't. Put it on Kobe, Emily. You are also responsible for your body. And if you wanted to take birth control, you could. Instead, you went to the app store and for 99 cents downloaded an app that told you when and when Kobe can't bust inside you. That that was your form of birth control.
3: Well, if he didn't want her to take birth control and she was staking it behind his back, I think that would be messed up. No, not
2: that. Not that. But have a conversation. Say... You don't want me to? Well, I do. Also, there's 54 different types of birth control.
3: And also, there is this old school thing that we all use when we we're younger. It's called condom.
2: How young, Teresa? Geez, don't answer that. <laughs> don't answer that, Europe.
3: Yeah, there's 1,900 different. I'm over different 30. When I say younger.
2: 20s. Mm-hmm. There's all types of birth controls. If you don't want to take the pill, that's fine. There's other sort of rings and IUDs. Yeah, and-
3: both rings. I've read the rings are not good.
2: We're not doctors.
3: You can bleed for months.
2: We're not. There's patches and shots and condoms and dental dams. What? And I don't know. I'm just saying there's a whole bunch. Didn't you pay attention in sixth grade health class? There's a whole bunch. There's a whole world out there.
3: I don't think we had a health class.
2: Whole world out there, Teresa.
3: There was just like, I remember we just had one, one time thing that they came in with bananas and condoms and told us about all (laughs) kinds of things.
2: (laughs) They didn't go with any of those. They went with the pullout method and like the Google sex app or whatever <laughs> Emily downloaded. So, oh. so Kobe, he's like, I don't know how I can face her family if you're pregnant. And Emily, oh, Emily, she goes, you can't even work. The pressure is all on me. No, Emily, the pressure would be on your parents like mm-hmm. it is now.
3: And that said, I have one rule, one rule only. No more babies.
2: No more babies. Boom. And Kobe can't take over the family business. Two rules. (laughs) (laughs) Two rules only. Yeah. So they get to the pharmacy and Emily's like, she gets the test and goes, I don't want to bring these homes. I don't want to bring these tests home. So I want to take the test here. Okay. That's a sign you need to move out. If Mm -hmm. If you can't bring the tests home to take in the privacy of your own home, you need to move out. Okay, forget the kids, whatever. Move out if you can't do something like this in the comfort of your own home.
3: Also, why does he go inside the bathroom with her while she's being on the stick?
2: That's the least of my worries, okay? (laughs) It should have stayed in the bathroom, Teresa. Why did she come out into the center of Walgreens with... A stick that has just been peed on. <laughs> She's walking around aisle three with a pee stick. <laughs> like, oh my God, we're, we're pregnant. Can you imagine we walked into CVS and some woman was holding a stick she just peed on next to the Hershey's that bars? That gross. I would lose my shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is disgusting. She's walking around the pharmacy with a pee stick in her hand.
3: Well you also covered the stick. It comes with a cover. I don't care. She just <laughs>
0: peed
2: on it. It's dripping all over the floor. Some poor lady has to. I'm some-
3: saying you cover it.
2: I don't know. I've never taken a pregnancy test, but...
3: Good. <laughs> but- well, they, they now come, like, you remove the cover, you pee on the stick, and then you put the cover back on. Understood. So it's like a pen. Okay.
2: Understood. So she's like, obviously, we're not telling anybody. My parents, they spent all this money on the wedding. I just want it to be a fun time. We'll tell them afterwards.
3: <sighs> that's not a good idea.
2: She's not going to be able to drink at the way yeah. that's going to be. Oh, maybe she will. She was chugging bottles of Pinot Grigio while she had Coban on her nipple. So I don't even think she.
3: Oh, subs- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, she, she was. was like literally
2: breastfeeding yeah. as she was drinking. And again, not doctors. That could be completely fine. I
3: have no idea. But yeah.
2: But I don't think this is going to slow her down. So they find out they're pregnant. And Emily's like, are you happy or not happy? Answer the question. Kobe, I don't know if there's a right answer to this question. I guess you would want the any parent to be like, yeah, I'm super happy. But considering these circumstances, if you're being realistic, how could you be happy? He just says, it's just so heavy right now.
3: And I get it because she has a part-time job. And oh, she'll remind
2: you. She'll remind you. She has a job. Oh, She's yeah. the only one with a job, Teresa,
3: and a kid, and a Kobe who cannot work. All he wants to do is to take over the family <laughs> business, but he doesn't yeah, have. Not
2: for a lack of effort. He's not working. Not for a lack of effort. He wants to run that business. Well, he just yeah, can't.
3: but he needs to start from the bottom, like we all did.
2: Yeah. <sighs> so
3: he can he can work his way up, but he needs to start elsewhere and just to make some money.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that's this segment. Mm-hmm. We got a pregnancy on our hands and let's see where it goes. Let's see where, let's see what happens when, when mom and dad find out.
3: Mm-hmm. Dad's going to lose his shit.
2: Gonna lose his, there's only one bathroom in that
3: house. <laughs> Wait, there is.
2: Okay. So that's the rumor going around. Like, or that's what they said at the start of the show.
3: That is that's a big house.
2: There's more there's two and a half baths. Definitely. I, I found I found this. Oh, you found the house? Yeah, it's two and a half baths.
3: Yeah, it's a huge house for one bathroom. That would be silly. Yeah.
2: Plus, he's an architect, right? Yeah. Who would design a house with one bath? Or get
3: a toy toy outside.
2: That's a European <laughs> porta potty I yeah. saw when we were in Europe.
3: <laughs> Call it toy toy. Yeah.
2: All right. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. To from, from toy toys to boy toys.
3: Ooh. To Cara and... Ooh, our poor little naive Guillermo. So
2: somehow we got to two days to wed. Right? I don't understand how... Some
3: of these guys have 75 days to wed.
2: Some have two. Yeah. So I don't understand what... Okay. But whatever. Two days to wed. They're at home. They're putting the finishing touches on wedding planning because it just went from... Four people to 40 people. So there are some things that need to be mm-hmm. done.
3: Like the tiny tequila bottles, which I kind of like.
2: Yeah, I guess three-notched craft brewery doesn't have fun-sized IPAs.
3: <laughs> so they're
2: going to give out little Patrons.
3: I think that's a nice idea. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's
2: fun. We all like free booze.
3: Yeah. And I love when people give away stuff at weddings. I think... Little
2: mementos.
3: Yes, I think that's um, that's almost a must. I'm always expecting it.
2: You would like to see something engraved on the bottle or a sticker or some type of tag.
3: Well, they they put a tag on. Oh, they they, they were putting
2: tags on them. Okay. So so that's good. So we find out in the past three weeks, because again, we just skipped a whole lot of Mm -hmm. time, right? In the past three weeks, kara has gone dress shopping, found an officiant, looked at venues, and now they're finalizing the wedding.
3: Why didn't they show us any of it?
2: Here's my thought. Do you have a thought? I don't. Here's my thought. Okay. Did Guillermo go home for his brother's funeral and they're not saying it?
3: Hmm. I don't know.
2: Because we just skipped three weeks.
3: That's Why? true.
2: Why? And then they did. They showed these little quick things of like Cara dress shopping, care at the venue. I didn't see Guillermo getting a lot of, screen time in those segments did he go home and for some reason they don't want to say it or show it
3: but i would expect her to go with him for a she knew the brother and b coming back to the u.s as they were freaking out before because he has an expired passport
2: maybe she couldn't afford it she's the only one working maybe she maybe she went just for the funeral and he stayed with his family for three weeks there's this three week
3: you're right that's a good that's a good thought wait Was it three weeks to wet last time?
2: I'd have to go back to my... I'm
3: going to go, go back. back.
2: But all I know is she said in the past three weeks, I've gone dress shopping, found an officiant, looked at venues. Yeah. Teresa's going back in her notes. Let's get some scrolling. And I music.
3: obviously did not write it down.
2: Oh, you didn't? Oh, I wait, pr-
3: wait, wait, wait. No. It says they have three weeks to plan the wedding. So yes, you're right.
2: Hmm. I think...
3: I so think last time home. it was three weeks to wet.
2: I think you went... I think you went to the DR because you can get that special excuse because you can't travel. If you're on a K-1, you can't travel unless something you can. significant you happens.
3: Can. Well, yes, that's very true. When you're on the K-1, you can requ- request an advanced parole. Same with yeah. the green card. I, I don't know how it's with the K-1, to be very honest, but I know when you're applying for your green card, you can also apply for an advanced parole, which means... Oh, I have an emergency back home, and I need to travel before I get my papers. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I don't know. Let us know your thoughts, guys. I think that's
3: a good. That's a solid thought. I think that's a went, solid thought. Wouldn't
2: you go home for your brother's funeral?
3: Of I just don't know would.
2: why. I just don't know why they wouldn't tell us that. That's the only thing.
3: Maybe they did not want to make
2: right. That. Maybe Tumbling maybe Guillermo was like, "Yeah, TV. I don't know cameras. No."
3: Remember the brother was his face was oh, blurred yeah. out.
2: It's got to be it.
3: I wonder if that's because. It was filmed after his passing? No, because
2: some photos, they showed his picture.
3: Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Who
2: knows? It's a lot going on. Here's what we do know. Kara has been doing almost everything herself. She goes, Guillermo hasn't helped with anything, but it's not his fault. I don't trust him.
3: Well, she also says he, she doesn't know the town. He doesn't know where to go. And I get that.
2: I do, too.
3: But like, Imagine, I just got off the boat. If I had to say that, (laughs) (laughs) I just got off the boat. It would have been faster
2: to fly,
0: but okay. Very very
3: fresh, right? And I've been here for like two months. We're planning a wedding. You would probably handle most of it because I would not know what to do. I would not know where to go. I would be very lost. And especially someone, I love Guillermo. He's very sweet, but he's so naive. Would you you put him in charge of anything? I would not. Okay. Because he would probably go overboard. Like, he would probably right. <laughs> buy something ridiculously expensive, thinking this is beautiful. Like, I would not trust him either. So, I'm not holding this comment against Kara.
2: My only point is the same argument I made with Patrick and Thais do it together. He speaks, his English is fine. Oh, yeah. Conference but- calls, go together. The fact that she said, I've been doing it mostly myself. Because Guillermo's been in yeah. the Dominican Republic. It come on, sense. Come on.
3: And I feel like he would want to be involved if he was around. He was the one yeah. who was like,
2: I want this $10,000. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> come on. We, we were smelling some bullshit here. So, okay. Later that day, Guillermo was at the salon getting his hair cut. We learn he, like myself, very specific about our hair. <laughs> it, it took him years to find a stylist he liked. You know I had the same stylist. I had the same hairdresser. I don't want to exaggerate. How old was I when I moved to New York?
3: 29.
2: I had the same hairdresser for 29 years.
3: And I... Oh, okay. So she... Because when I met you, you already had the sides shaved. I like that.
2: Yeah. So 20, 29 years, I had the same...
3: I think I met her.
2: For Tracy.
3: Yeah, I met her at... A sad event at uh, one of at the funeral. funerals.
2: But. Yeah. So I had her because my parents, you know, it, it's like a nice salon. It's, a, it's not like I was going to Supercuts or anything from the same person. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Supercuts, <laughs> but come on. And my parents went to that salon. So I just started going as a child and I went for 28, 29 years. One time she was unavailable or sick or something. So another person cut my hair. But so I had basically the same person cut my hair for 28, 29 years. So I get it. It's, it's hard, especially after that long to change it up guillermo finds someone to cut his hair and you want to get a good haircut before your wedding so he he had to take his time he finds someone he's freaking out about it though but the hairdresser's like you know what i'll calm you down by having a conversation hairdressers are like therapists
3: i hate it do you oh my gosh i i hate like i love getting my hair done i hate going (laughs) to my hairdresser and i just got a new one because mine quit and went somewhere else opened her own salon that i went to and it sucked because she doesn't use the good products anymore that i need for my hair so i have a new one and she's super sweet but my hair takes four hours after one hour i'm sitting there like so it's really hot today right like yeah. Uh like it's supposed to be hot. Is it supposed to be hot tomorrow? It gets so ridiculous that I hate it so much. That's why we're married.
2: Because I I don't think anyone else has the neuroses that the anxiety that we do. I mean, maybe you guys do. Let us know if you do. <laughs> but yeah, for me, the early stages of a new hairdresser, it's like dating, where I'm f- I'm before the date, before my appointment, I'm thinking of topics to talk about. You are like,
3: thinking of topics to talk about with me on our first date?
2: Yeah, you're like, okay, what can we talk about? We could talk about this, that. Oh, I went here, talk about that. Like, you want to really? have a good conversation.
3: I'm just going with the flow.
2: Uh, maybe more so with the hair test, right? I told do this. you
3: about, uh, about um, statistics. Yeah, <laughs> statistics. <laughs> statistics. Um,
2: Yeah, for the hairdresser, I'm like, well, okay, I could talk about the trip we just took. I just watched this documentary. That's good. I'm trying to think of things that I could talk about. Otherwise, you're going to sit there for 45 minutes in silence and it's awkward. Mm -hmm. And this stems from my first hairdresser, who is very close to my parents. And I used to sit in silence. And at one point, when I got old enough, I was at the age I should be having conversation. My parents talked to me and were like, Tracy says you don't talk when you're getting a haircut. And I was like, shit, she wants conversation. So ever since that, I was like, I need to make conversation.
3: I hate it. So this is my thing. I need, I don't know. I think I would be able to talk to an older person. All these girls are so young, but they're very talented. So I kind of do want a younger person. And this, this girl is more as my age. I know she's 30 because she told me, and that's great. And. We should share it. But the worst thing is that they put the aluminum foil when they do my highlights. Mm-hmm. They cover my ears. Mm-hmm. So I don't hear her well. Oh, interesting. I have an accent. And everyone else is getting their hairdo. Uh, it's a like
0: nightmare.
3: Hair, hair dryers just like all over. So sometimes I'm like, oh, this is great. And she's like, oh, you ate a grape? <laughs> and I'm just, I'm, I'm always get so frustrated. I'm just like, yeah,
2: It's good it. like I don't have the foil in my hair. But when they're drying with a blow dryer and then they're trying to talk to you, it's the equivalent of when you're at the dentist and they have the tools in your mouth and they're trying to talk to you. It's like, I,
3: I know. can't
2: talk logistically. I cannot speak right now. Just let me relax.
3: Right. I are. Uh, because you go to the same dentist as me. The cleaning lady mm-hmm. and our dentist, she's very chatty. Yes. Very chatty. And I, I'm like, she's cleaning my teeth and just chatting and chatting. And I'm, I'm like, how do I even answer?
2: I could do a whole podcast episode about the woman who was taking the x-rays of my teeth. (laughs) Spoiler alert, she's never seen 90 Day Fiance because she doesn't own a TV. And that just led me down. But you path. said
3: she was
0: really nice. So
2: sweet. Okay, we need to get back to this. Oh, my gosh. Guillermo's getting his hair cut. He's,
0: <laughs> he's talking
2: to the stylist, and she's asking how long he's been dating Kara, and he says three years, and so she's like, oh, yeah, it's about time you should get married. Um, by the way, I was married. Didn't work out. Mm. Did, not, did not work out. Oh, oh, All right. This is what you want to be hearing two days before your
3: but wedding. But Guillermo's very positive. He just asked you for advice. Like, what's your advice? Communication and respect.
2: One of the three C's, one of the Married to Reality three C's, communication. Mm-hmm. The others, of course, being compromise and the third, which I'm sure they're taking care of, copulation. <laughs> so
3: I love how you remember copulation.
2: <laughs> that was your contribution. Yeah. Another C, contribution, mm. contribute to the relationship, folks. All right. So then he starts telling the stylist how he's fighting with Kara because she is so controlling, not one of the C's we recommend. She's so controlling over everything. And she likes to party. Mm. Quite the party animal.
3: Well, G, <laughs> I call him G because I can't spell Guilherme all the okay. time. G is starting to have... Uh,
0: Some cold, second thoughts? Yeah,
3: like, I, I wrote down cold feet. I'm not sure yeah. if cold feet is the right word All yeah. right. right um, He's getting, yeah, he's
2: getting a little, he's getting a little nervous. Well, the stylist says don't expect this stuff to change when you get married. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why I was like, oh boy. all right. She's like, you need to communicate. If something bothers you, speak up. That stuff's not going to get better. You're just going to have to learn to accept it.
3: And Guillermo really took her advice. Because they're going on oh a date boy. night. Oh, boy. <laughs> going on a date night, dinner and margaritas. Couple a couple marks for the a table. A movie's done for that, right? Yes. And they're just talking about the wedding and Cara's looking pretty. And Guillermo is like, okay, the hairstylist says to express myself. I'm going to express myself two days before the wedding.
2: Mm-hmm. And so
3: he is. He goes,
2: he goes, I've been talking to people. <clears throat> you were talking to your hairdresser, but okay. I've been talking to some people about the partying ways, about your partying ways. And the way Kara licked the salt off her margarita glass as Guillermo was talking about her partying ways was everything. Like she was like, I came to party. She just goes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I do that too. I can't, I can't. But imagine me being, imagine
2: me being like, Teresa, we need to talk. About how much you're partying. And you're just like, <laughs> just the salt I'm off the side of the surprised
3: You haven't talked to me about
2: <laughs> your partying ways?
3: About not my partying ways, but your was out of control.
2: I mean, come on. Our friends know us. I climbed
3: out of a wine cellar
2: and into bed.
3: I literally climbed out of there. Yeah. My parents were very worried that you're going to leave me, and they had a pep talk. Because somehow John can hold wine a little better than me.
2: It's all an act. (laughs) I was drinking just as much as you were.
3: That's what I'm saying. And my mom is like, John is so sweet and he's not even getting drunk like you, Teresa. He's gonna leave you. And I'm like, he's not gonna leave me. I'll follow him. (laughs) I'm
2: like, I have the same problem she does just for some reason. You're not picking up on it. You can't tell when I'm slurring my words because you don't speak English, parents.
3: That's very true. Yeah. Anyways. Okay.
2: So... He's bringing this up and Kara, of course, not happy about it. Two days before the wedding goes, you should have I mean, addressed this before you would even propose. And he's like, well, it feels different now. I think things are different now that we're in the States. It does, It's not like it was back in the DR. There's MC Chris. There's all the breweries. I'm just seeing things differently. And I just need to be respected. You're parting. You're treating me like a kid. You're not giving me my laptop. You just need to respect me. And so Kara feels like I think he fell in love with the concept of me. But now he's getting cold feet.
0: Mm. What is
2: the concept of her? Someone explain know. the concept of, besides a woo girl.
3: <laughs> she she's a woo girl. She's a woo girl. I think he I don't know, I think he fell in love with her and I mean, she is pretty, and she speaks languages, and she has...
2: That's the concept, yes. That is this, this but there traveling wanderlust. Like,
3: there is something to her personality. Like, she's nuts. But there is something to her that I think guys are attracted to. Her
2: personality is, like, the only thing I don't like about her. I do find her attractive. I do think it's cool that she travels and speaks multiple languages and is an entrepreneur. Her personality is the only thing I don't like about she her.
3: she has her wise moments. But, yeah, sometimes she... It's a little too much.
2: Yeah. So she obviously freaks out when she hears this and is like, if you're not sure, don't marry me. She gets up. She's like, we're leaving. You need time to think about this. Let's go.
3: Which I totally agree with what she did. Like, I would probably feel the same. If two days before our meeting, you were like, well, I'm having second thoughts. I would be like, well, you better think this shit through. Yeah. TikTok.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So they get up. And they leave. All right. That's the segment. That's, that's the segment. Should we take a quick break?
3: Let's do it.
2: take a quick break. We'll come back. We got a couple more couples. We'll round this thing out. Teresa just gave me a strange <laughs> look on because her face. Because I'm
3: reading my notes that I took on the plane when I was tired.
2: Yeah. Oh and
3: I, my next couple is bikes and Shaida. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bikes is, is uh, <laughs> Muhammad. He's Bikes. Yeah,
3: so I don't know what's going on. Over All right, there. I think it's Bilal and
2: Shaida, but <laughs> we'll, we'll do that when we come back. So we'll be back in a second. And we're back.
3: Hello, Jonathan.
2: Hello, Teresa.
3: How is it going?
2: Good. Have you corrected your notes?
3: No, but I know it's Bilal.
2: Okay, Bilal. I'm not
3: an idiot.
2: Bikes and hikes, because <laughs> some, someone should take a hike in this relationship. Well,
3: they're taking a picnic instead at the taking, park.
2: They are taking a picnic.
3: And Shida is very excited because Bilal is so romantic. Super caring. Is he?
2: Super romantic. Is and he? Getting
3: th- the picnic basket, maybe.
2: I had to think for a second. I I was going, what what is her first language? Because maybe she's just... Confusing some words here by calling him super romantic and super caring. And then I remembered English is her first language. Mm -hmm. So she's out of her mind if she thinks Balal is such, such things.
3: And first I was like, whoa, they're drinking. But it was a sparkling peach cider because they don't drink.
2: They don't drink. Right. I wrote down he took out champagne. Nah. It was a
3: sparkling peach cider.
2: Well, maybe that's why the relationship is failing. Because, because they don't drink? Not only that, <laughs> but because they cheers. they cheers to that. They toast to new beginnings and being grateful. Everyone knows you don't make toasts if it's not alcohol.
3: Exactly. That's bad luck. Very true. Did you learn that from me? I think you did.
2: From the alcoholic herself.
3: But that's what we say in check? It
2: needs to be alcohol if we're gonna make a toast.
3: Well you that's what we say in check. You do not cheer with anything unless that is
2: Now we say that here some too. alcohol. You don't cheer like if you have alcohol, I wouldn't cheer you with water. I wouldn't touch glasses. I would hold it to you. I would say cheers, but I would never touch your glass if it's not alcohol.
3: I hate when they make you cheers with kids. I know the uh, kids don't drink. Uh, I never do. I chairs. never do that. Chairs, I never that do something. that. I always pretend, but I never cheer that's, the kids. That's garbage.
2: <laughs> okay. So, so then Shida brings up how Shahida came by and felt like she came by with an agenda to bully and intimidate Shida in her own house with the whole prenup
3: conversation. Um, well, Bill finally said something that made some sense because he said the prenup is between the two of us. But then he blew it because he says, but marriage is a contract. It's a business.
2: I don't buy it when he says it's between the two of us. He sent her over there. She he didn't just go over on, on her own accord and go, oh, hey, you're here. Cool. We should talk about this prenup. Bilal sent her over there on a mission because he wasn't getting through to her. He said, you talk woman to woman. Talk wife to ex-wife. Talk about the prenup. And so she did. I don't buy the whole it's just between us. No, yeah. you, sent, you sent her over there, right?
3: And yeah, I think you, you might be right.
2: But he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm taken back. She's only said positive things about you. I was hoping you guys would have a good relationship. And she's like, no, she brought up this prenup. It seemed like she cared more than you did. And that's when Bilal goes, yeah, well, that should be between us. Marriage is a contract, but not a business, right? He says marriage is a contract, not a business.
3: He said it's a business maybe I misunderstood. He, he
2: goes he said it's a business before yeah. I think. He goes but this time he goes marriage is a contract but not saying it's a business. Mm. But then he goes you need to go into this eyes wide open. Ah. Mr. romance over here, right? What this is <laughs> This is what you want to do on your park picnic date.
3: He he always think the best timing to discuss things.
2: Every date has been ruined.
3: Because of the gondola
2: date, the Ferris wheel Mm -hmm. date, this date, everything has been ruined because of a prenup. Because he's a moron. Because he's an absolute moron. (laughs) So now, 35 days to wed. They're at home.
3: Talking prenups. It's like a
2: week later Mm -hmm. and they're still talking about this, right? But
3: but this time, Bilal is prepared because he hands her the hard copy. He's like, (laughs) here is for you to review.
2: Printed it out, double-sided, double-spaced. But what is
3: this, your school essay for her to review? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because
2: when he was on the Ferris wheel, he was like, I know, it's kind of small. I'm sorry. So now he's printed it out, 16-size font, <laughs> and he's presenting it to her.
3: Well, he says that he wants to protect what he had before. But didn't we say that if you don't have a prenup, Whatever you had before is not being counted yeah. into what you... You would basically only split what you gain during the marriage, right? Correct. So when he says, I want to protect what I had before... It's protected. doesn't it make... Yes, it doesn't make sense.
2: It's protected. Yeah, for sure. The whole thing is BS. He He's... It's a controlling move. It, it's another test. It's a test of, do you want to be with me or do you want to be with my money? Mm-hmm. Because... If she signs it, oh, my God, you proved you just want to be with me. If she doesn't, well, maybe she's here for the money. It's another test, so that's why he's doing it. And Shida, obviously not having it, says, I feel like an infant here. And this prenup shows me how hard I'll have to work here in America.
3: Which I don't like that she said it.
2: It was the sentiment was correct. She goes on and she kind of clarifies and I go, "Okay, I get what you're saying. The words that came out of her mouth face value if she had wrote this down and printed it out in 16 size font i would go this is not a good contract i don't <laughs> like what i'm reading here but i get what she's saying i'm gonna stay home i'm gonna be your wife help with the kids not be able to well, focus. she wants to
3: be a mom right. she wants to be a stay-at-home mom but with this contract she'll need to work so she has her own assets that's right. what she's saying
2: well she's saying what happens if we do divorce, Mm. I've given up my business in Trinidad, Yeah, I'd have to basically start from scratch and that's not ideal for me. So that's her concern, which that's what I get when she's saying, I'd have to work so hard. I get that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because she'd be starting over, essentially, if Bilal wasn't going to provide something monetarily to her, if they did.
3: Well, yeah. Separate. But maybe she's going to do it. She's going to say her lawyer will look over it, but Maybe she can ask that Bilal can help her start her own studio, that she will, right. be, you know, that would be something Put that in her. a contract. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like something to protect her. Yeah. Because that's what she wants. She well, that's also all wants she to wants. be considered, right? That's all she wants. Yeah.
2: The the most infuriating part of this to me was when she's going, I don't, I don't like this idea, this contract, it doesn't really protect me. And Bilal goes, okay, let me ask you something. <laughs> let me throw out some questions. Do you ever plan on cheating on me?
3: What a moron. Do you, do
2: you plan on divorcing me? is like, no. And Bilal goes, then this right here doesn't matter. It Doesn't matter what size font that is. Doesn't matter how thick this paper, it doesn't matter.
3: But it's also about you, you asshole. Exactly.
2: It is so one. What about you? Do you plan on cheating, Bilal? Does this protect you from cheating and, and leaving me with nothing? No, it's so one sided. It's infuriating.
3: Well, I think all his previous wives, and we said he may have had another one, right? Yeah. I think they all left him.
2: Yeah, I so <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if I think it for too. him,
3: he thinks, I would never leave anyone. I'm the great husband, Yeah, but you may leave me.
2: Right, and that's that's a fair point, is he's been burned, yeah. for lack of a better term, once if not twice before. And so that's all he's thinking about. So that's fair, right? But he's going about it in all the wrong ways,
0: mm-hmm. in
2: all the wrong ways. And he goes, I get it. This isn't the sexiest conversation, but it needs to be had. I think he does find it sexy. I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, I he think, loves
3: all of this. I
2: think he does think a prenup is sexy because it makes him look wealthy. Like, oh, wealthy people have mm. prenups, right?
3: I guess. I, I mean, think he does not think just it's a, wealthy people, but I feel like people who make certain money and maybe yes. people who who get married later in life and have kids and have some sort of assets. You don't have to be a millionaire to do a prenup. No, you, you just like the way nothing. you protect. yeah.
2: But, I, but it's, I think it's mostly thought of as someone who's got a lot of money, uses a prenup to protect themselves. So I think he likes that idea of, oh, yeah, mm. I got to protect all my generational wealth. Yes. I, think it, I think he thinks it's sexy. Shida tells the camera, it just seems like he doesn't trust me and
3: because he doesn't he
2: doesn't clearly it's this has all been tests of trust and she feels like i'm paying the price for the things that have happened to bilal in Mm -hmm. the past which is basically what you said so she just goes i'm gonna show my lawyer before i sign and unless he puts things in this contract to protect me i'm gonna be going back to trinidad
3: as she should as she should
2: (laughs) but let's play this out quickly Is she not going to start from scratch immediately now if she goes back to Trinidad? Say it again. Her whole issue was if you don't put something in the contract
3: Mm -hmm.
2: to protect me, to provide for me, if I'm a stay-at-home mom and we divorce, I'll have nothing
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and I'll have to start over from scratch because I got rid of my business in Trinidad, right? I don't have a place to live. So that's why I want something in the contract to protect me.
3: Yeah, and this just makes sense. It does.
2: But if she goes back to Trinidad now, if, if Bilal refuses to put something in the contract now and she goes home, she's still starting from scratch. She doesn't have a business there. She doesn't have a place to live there. She's starting from scratch and there's nothing in the contract to help her.
3: She is, but I feel like she, if she sold, let's say she sold her business, right? Yeah. She must have the money somewhere, mm. right? B, she's known in Trinidad. She can open a new studio and she would get her clients back. So so it wouldn't be that bad. You're so smart, Teresa. If if she was here for 10 years, right? They divorced, she ended up with nothing and went back to Trinidad 10 years without really practicing yoga or anything. People going to forget about her in 10 years. they will be like, oh, well, who that's is this? It's a good point. So
2: Okay. I'm glad I asked because that's mm-hmm. a good answer. All I right. had to
3: wrap my mind and I was like, say it again. I know. <laughs> I could, your
2: eyes like were getting more squinty and squinty <laughs> as I was talking. I was like, I'm clearly not doing a good job of explaining <laughs> this, but you nailed it. Okay. Thank you. Let's talk about the most authentic couple this season. The 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 realest storyline. Um, this <laughs> is a real love story and absolutely just authentic couple. Jabri and Miona. So,
3: <laughs> so sarcastic.
2: So good. 25 days to wed. Jabri is at home, still in that Aztec sweater. And he's going... Saging. In, he's, he's going around saging. saging. He's going around staging. Okay. While his mom is just sitting there.
3: Because he's preparing the room for Miona to have a talk with Mahala.
2: Hashtag good vibes. Hashtag good L- vibes.
3: Literally. Good this vibes This is the only. definition of good, good vibes.
2: Good vibes. And yeah, he wants Miona and Mahala to start bonding a little bit more, right? So, Meona goes and sits down to talk to Mahala and says, we've been discussing wedding plans and we've actually decided to wait on the beach wedding.
3: <laughs> yes, but instead... So, so, okay. She said they want to save money and have a big wedding with her family next yes. year, which is great. Yes. I like that idea. But... Instead of the beach wedding. Beach wedding. They want to get married at the Joshua Tree National Park. <laughs> yeah. Which, again, I love Joshua Tree. It's beautiful. Yes. But it's in California. You have to fly there. You have to rent a car. You you have to do... It's going to you cost you You have to fly there
2: and rent a car? Why not just drive there?
3: Because it's on the other side of the States? Yeah. I mean, they could... I guess well, they, they, could, they drive. could take
2: a week and drive over there.
3: Okay, so, so they can... Let's say they can drive.
2: They have nothing else to do.
3: But still... That's far away for a. Basically, I do an
2: elopement. Yeah, an
3: an elopement, so you can have your big dream wedding next year. And I get the photos. Like I've seen photos of a wedding from Joshua Tree. <laughs> #Hashtag
0: Joshua Tree. And it's yes,
3: gorgeous. I'm <laughs> yeah. not gonna lie, it's beautiful. But is Tedri what you want to do? I, I don't think know. so.
2: It's a hot spot for influencers. It's exactly what they want to do. I it, it's just for the gram. This entire wedding is just for the gram. You know it.
3: Yeah, I know. I know.
2: Here's my question, and you've got the answers today, so I'll ask. Why isn't Jabri a part of this conversation? They need to present a united front. I get you want Mahala and Miona to bond, but you're talking about a very serious subject like our elopement. Why isn't Jabri sitting next to Miona? Let Miona talk if Miona wants to have the conversation, but Jabri, you should sit there as
3: support. Because I think she just, or he wants to talk to mom, but, I mean, what am I saying? That he wants Miona to talk to his mom. Yeah. Alone. Because Why? They, they, need, they he wants them to bond. I think Miona wants them to bond, too.
2: I get it, but then go sit and have a glass of wine and talk about something else. This is a yeah. very big conversation. Present the United Front, have it together.
3: Well, I also think that this is... Basically, Miona's showing mom that she does not influence Jibri in a bad way. They talked about it, and this yeah. is what they decided, and that Jibri is his own person. And- but
2: then have Jabri there, and Mahal, I, and Mahal listen, could go, Jibri, is this what
3: you want? I'm with you. I'm with you. It's but- almost like,
2: you sit there, Gibri. I'm going to go talk to Mahal about this
3: <laughs> Joshua Tree wedding. But, yes, I agree with you, but that's not what happened. No, it's not. Right?
2: No, it's not. What happened is... Mahalo's like, well, that sounds lovely. We'd we'd love to be there. Um, But because it's not in this state, and as Teresa said, we'd have to fly and rent a car and all that, uh, we don't have enough notice. So we'll just plan on going to the one in a year.
3: To the big wedding. To
2: the big wedding. (laughs) We'll go to that one when the whole family's there.
3: And uh, on one hand, I'm going to say that I think it's fair for them not, being there, if there is actually going to be a big family wedding, because I would probably feel the same. I would yeah. feel like, OK, your parents are here. My parents cannot be here. Maybe it's just the two of us, a.k.a. The elopement.
2: Right. I wouldn't have been invited. Yeah. If there was going to be one, because then then Miona's parents are going to feel like they're, mi- they're left out. That's
3: what I'm saying. So I feel like if there were no plans for a big wedding, then I would be like, yeah, that yeah. sucks. Like his parents yeah. should come. But if they're planning a big wedding, saving the money, so B- Miona's parents can come too, then Mahal and Brian should not be at this elopement because it's only fair.
2: Yeah, no, 100%. I agree. I would have just said, you know what, we're going to go do this. Change my mind. <laughs> what do you mean?
3: <laughs> Talking to our, to our friends, if they have a different opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: No, I would have said, this is what we're going to go do. It's yeah. basically the legal ceremony. We're going to go to yeah. Joshua Tree because...
3: For the gram. For the gram.
2: Um, But then we're going to do a big celebration with the whole family in a year and hope you guys can make it. So that's not what happens. They want them to come, but the parents don't want to come. So Mahala brings up the intervention, that dinner intervention and how things were super tense. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Wonders how things are going now.
3: Uh, They're going well.
2: Well... They are going well. Miona says it in so many words, but says, I'll let Jabri speak for himself. Yeah,
3: but she said he, Jabri doesn't want her to leave. He doesn't want
2: me to leave. And so Mahala's like, as long as you two feel this is a healthy, good decision, I'll support that. Good. So Miona finishes talking to Mahala, goes to talk to Jabri, and she's like, it went pretty well, actually. And Jabri goes, it was the sage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I missed that. he said Oh, it, it was
2: the funniest part. It was the it was the only time this episode like I really laughed because he was just like so serious. He was like, "It was the sage." It was the sage, I'm so, well, glad, I'm so what, glad I got that sage subscription.
3: That's not what Mahala thinks because she's studying Brian, and Brian is like, "What the fuck?"
2: The editing here was brilliant, Chef's Kiss, because they kept cutting back and forth yeah. between Jabri and Yona talking. So like husband and wife and then cut yeah. the husband and wife and just like the two sides of the story mm-hmm. it was i i loved it right so jabri and was like oh yeah it went pretty well must have been the sage
3: yeah and then mahala's telling brian about like so there will be a small wedding now and then there will be no the- at
2: first at first mahala's goes oh they they're postponing the big wedding and brian's Uh-oh. like oh so she's going back to serbia <laughs> and mahala's like let me finish let me finish.
3: Hold my beard. Let me,
2: let me finish. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And so then she's like, there will be a small wedding and then the big beach, beach wedding.
2: Beach wedding. In a
3: year. And Brian is like, it's bullshit.
2: Well, it doesn't seem like a compromise to me. <laughs> but that was his response. Uh, yeah.
3: He said it's bullshit. Well, he
2: he, do, he does. And he's, yeah, he goes, I don't know a single person that supports this marriage. That's not true. Grandma Shane supported it.
3: Yeah, kind last, of. Yeah. Last,
2: Grandma Shane was going to officiate last.
3: oh, what's going to happen with that? I could see That's Shane sad. going to
2: Joshua Tree. Yeah, I can see I could too. totally see yeah. Shane going to Joshua Tree.
3: And Mahala said she wants to be supported so the relationship with her and Gibri or them and Gibri doesn't get affected.
2: But Brian, all of a sudden Brian's got opinions. Like right? Brian like sat in his lazy boy recliner all season eating his <laughs> hamburger hamburgers and...
3: What's a hamburger hamburger?
2: He was making his... Oh,
3: bur- pen, pen pan hamburger. Pan burger. Pan
2: burger hamburger. Okay. All season. And now he's like, this is a train wreck. I don't <laughs> want to support this train wreck. Like, did he just wake up? Like, He
3: just pissed Brian off.
2: He just woke up. It's unbelievable. He's so fired up now. And Mahal's like, well, I don't know. Just, I don't, I don't want to say too much. I want to try to be supportive. I don't want to let this affect our relationship with Jibri. Yeah. So we'll see are we we'll getting a josh see. are we getting a joshua A J tree wedding this season
3: what's what
2: joshua tree okay terrible youtube about youtube album
3: <laughs> yeah well we'll see if they will make it there because i feel like they also are not the best at planning and shit so no
0: no we'll but see
3: let's talk about oh boy <laughs> final couple <laughs> you will get it done. I don't think they will. I don't think they will I don't either. I think they will get it done. Mohammed and Eve.
2: Before we talk about Mohammed and Eve, somebody call in with the name of this Justin Bieber stock music ripoff that was playing at the open of this segment. What? It was a banger of a stock music track. It was like, it's your body I'm exploring. You show me around just like a tourist. I was like, JP? Is that Justin Bieber on the, on the track right now?
3: It was i missed that it fire was, song i missed that fire
2: song but it's your body i'm exploring i was like god damn I'll, good. Tell,
3: I'll tell you what if immigration's watching Mohammed's so screwed <laughs>
2: he's a moron now
3: he's a moron he's still a moron 45 days to wet yes he found a new venue so they're gonna look at it <sighs> it's a fake castle
2: I don't know what it is.
3: It looks ridiculous. I I would not want to get married there. Okay. What, is it going to be a medieval wedding? Yes,
2: medieval times. So they get to this venue and they're in the car and Eve just starts bawling, crying.
3: Excited for the castle.
2: Tell me you're just in this for the wedding without telling me you're just in this for the wedding. You've shown zero emotion like this for Muhammad, even when, when Muhammad got off the plane. You weren't as excited. Now you see your dream wedding venue and now you're in tears because all you want, you're in love with the idea of the wedding. You're not in love with the idea of marriage.
3: I think she is in love with the idea of Mohammed, not with Mohammed himself. With the concept,
2: with the concept yeah, of Mohammed.
3: like a young dude just, you know, being with her, marrying her at the castle, that whole thing.
2: Yeah. So she's, she's in love with this idea Muhammad's in love with the idea of adjusting his status.
3: Yes, because he's not thrilled about pushing this wedding for this castle. No. And he just wants to get it over with and apply for the green card.
2: Did you hear Eve when she walked into the venue? They've, they've been spending a lot of time together. She walks in.
3: She's oh, my God. Oh, gosh. my God. I was thinking that too. I
2: could have. It was like, this is wild. Now she's talking like him. It's, Too it was, much time I'm so glad you picked up on Imagine that
3: Imagine if they do get married in a couple of years
2: Yeah They, they it, should
3: it have was, a They should have
2: a podcast I would listen to it It'd be very soothing
3: And she's like She's loving the castle when they walk in She's like I get to marry my king In a castle
2: uh, King of a castle She sounds like Bora. She's like a mix between Bora and Jabri and Miona It's <laughs> like yo you're my king You want a queen wedding Very nice <laughs> Oh. Muhammad not excited about this place though.
3: No. Because he's not excited about a wedding. Because period. It's the
2: status. Yes. And so Eve starts talking about the ceremony, and she's like, I want I want to have my friends do it. They're ordained, so it's not a specific religion. And Muhammad's like, Yeah, I was kind of thinking we can get married in a mosque and, and we could do it sooner.
3: Because all he wants, like, honestly, now I don't think he's in it for Eve at all. I don't no. think that is even a part of it. Him that wants to be there for Eve. I think he just wants the adjustment of status.
2: Eve, as you put it so eloquently last episode, is not a wife to him or a fiance to him. She's a sponsor. Yeah. That's all he cares about.
3: Absolutely. He's
2: like, I don't need all of this for a sponsor. (laughs) We could (laughs) just go to the Mm -hmm. courthouse.
3: And. Yeah, so that's the venue and then we see them back home. And okay, this was weird because Mohammed was texting <laughs> her while being in the room next yeah. to her. And his text was like, "So I think of uh, I think you're so busy to do your paper to do my paperwork for wait, what I wrote, I wrote it down. Okay, so I was really tired so, because of, <laughs> this was So I think sense. so I think if
2: you're so busy to do your paperwork for me, maybe we can find another sponsor." Because, yes, because this time is from my life. Yes. Two exclamation. Two exclamation yes. points
3: from my life. Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah, it didn't totally make sense. I wrote it down word for word, I think. And he goes, "I need to be able to work and have a normal life in this country." Yes,
3: aka okay, goodbye, Eve. Again, Hello, green card.
2: This is all a text. Not even a FaceTime. He didn't even Skype her <laughs> from the room. This is all through text. And so Eve gets up, goes into the kitchen. It's like, why are you sending?
3: Why are you texting me, dude?
2: Well, first of all, why are you texting me? Second of all, what is this talk about finding another sponsor? Like, yeah. I'm your petitioner. We have to get married and then we can do paperwork.
3: She is the sponsor.
2: Yes.
3: Like, sponsor does... And I don't think Mohammed has any special skill or badass degree that's needed in the United States to get a work sponsor, so...
2: Well, even if he could... I don't think immigration is going to look at his case and go, "Well, he came on a K one, but that's that's null and void now because yeah, they're no, separate." No, he so
3: he, he would have go to back, go home yeah. and
2: reapply, and that's not going to fly. It's clearly going to send all sorts of red yeah. flags that like he's just trying to be in America.
0: Yeah, for it, sure.
2: So Muhammad's like, "Okay, well, you're my sponsor. Let's get married." And he's like, "We are. Hello, that's what we're trying to do. We are trying to get married, just not fast enough for you." And the whole time, it seems like, it seems like Muhammad thought they were going to get married on day one.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
2: called 90 Day Fiancé. You have 90 days to get married. He thought like, well, what are we waiting for? Yeah. We should He's, do it now. Yeah.
3: He's like, I'm so tired of waiting for my papers.
2: Right. You, you, haven't, even, you haven't even applied for the papers yet. You, you got to get married first. And yeah. So Eve starts crying again and says, we're not going to do a courthouse wedding. If you cared about me. You wouldn't stress out like this. And Muhammad goes, getting married has nothing to do with a wedding. You're being selfish. Which is sort of right. You can The wedding is separate from the legal marriage contract.
3: True, but what he's doing is fucked up. It's insane.
2: And here's where I realized. It was in this segment of this episode right here. They haven't had one romantic, no. one... Enjoyable, one nice. They haven't had one nice moment this entire season. Mm-hmm. Even Blal and Shida had like the yoga in the backyard. That's true, like that was a nice. Even they had one nice moment.
3: Mm-hmm. That's Muhammad and even
2: not one.
3: And then he feels replaceable, which I get it. Yes, he basically just said, yeah. "I'm
2: trying to replace you."
3: Yeah, and Muhammad said that he has other dreams in this country. And he goes like, if I can't, I'll go back to Egypt. Um, yeah. Just go. Go. Well, go back know, to Egypt. Nah, he, no,
2: he wants to stay in America,
3: clearly.
2: That is his number one and only priority. Well, it is, but
3: like Eva goes like, so go. So go. <sighs> Do you think they'll make it to the altar?
2: I don't see how they can.
3: Me neither, but Daniel and Muhammad also made it. Yeah.
2: Uh, I guess. I don't don't see how immigration could see this and go, okay, he's here for the right reasons. I'm
3: not curious. Does anyone who works at the immigration watch this show? They must. I would.
2: Right? Or maybe you're just so sick of it. It's like how people who work at a restaurant can't eat that food because they're just like so sick of it. Yeah. If you work in immigration, you probably just, you're so sick of these types of stories. But it's insanity. And the craziest part is they're having this heated conversation. First of all, they're they're not talking to each other like lovers or even friends. Like it's like strangers communicating. Mm -hmm. But also it's a heated debate kind of. Muhammad can't raise his voice. He physically cannot. <laughs> he can raise the pitch of it. It, uh-huh. can, it can get high. But the volume stays the same no matter how upset or frustrated this or angry is he gets. probably
3: for the best.
2: I know. But that it's almost scarier mm. that he can raise his voice. <laughs>
3: Well, we'll see. It's almost reminding me of a mother-son conversation when the son got right. grounded. Threatens and totally to run away pissed. from home.
2: He's like threatening. Totally pissed. He goes, he goes, get me a ticket, please. And he leaves. He's like threatening to run away from home.
3: Well, we'll see what's going to happen with these lovebirds. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: Not at all. Okay. That's the episode. Woo! What an episode. Ooh.
3: It was a great episode.
2: It was a good episode. Again, we watched it 30,000 feet in the air. So if we I got know. some things wrong, well, maybe there was turbulence. Some of or my nose
3: were a little weird, but... I think we got through it. I hope so. I hope so.
2: We hope you guys enjoyed the pod. Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you are listening, whether it's Apple or Spotify, tune in stitch. It's so easy to follow the podcast. You look down, you smash that follow button.
3: Guys, smash the like it's as hot as us being big.
2: <laughs> it is hot. It's Florida. It
3: is. It's hot.
2: Make sure you're following the podcast on Instagram at Married to That's where we keep you updated on all things married to reality. Oh. Get on the Patreon, guys, if you're not. Thank you if you are. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. There are a bunch. A video podcast mm-hmm. about to be dropped on the family affair yes. level. That's the highest level. And if you just want to listen to the Seeking Sister Wife podcast, that's the Cousins Club.
3: It level. is the Cousins Club, yes.
2: Patreon.com slash Reality. Thank you for everyone who signed up so far. And thank you again for the reviews. If you haven't sent one in, you know we love when you do. So a special thank you to Judas. Thanks for coming over. It's me, Judas. We love that you're here. We love that you're hooked.
3: Thank you. It's me, Judas. It's me, Teresa, and uh, thank you. And it's me, John. From the bottom of my heart. Oh, it's a big heart. Yeah. You big thank heart. you. Thank okay.
2: you. Okay. All right. That is it. I have said it all. Have you said it all? I've said it all. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
1: Vacation sex is always irresistible. Gwyneth Paltrow. I could make it all about them and not have to focus on my own problems. And Seth Rogen.
0: <laughs>
1: so if you're wondering what your favorite celebrity or I would do in your situation, just listen and subscribe to Anna Faris is Unqualified. Free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: HeyCast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com